1: where well, have i got a story this for you in the second hour of the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live doing everything entertainment at my talk 1071.com colleen lindstrom i'm bradley trainer that's me hey, hi hi um hey colleen did you see that piece on sam asgari in uh gq
0: Okay, so I saw there was a piece yeah. about Sam Asgari in GQ. Can, can I be honest? I'm glad yeah. you did the heavy lifting on this. Okay. Because I have complicated Sam Asghari feelings. Ooh, I'd li- I just have decided not to run into that building.
1: Okay. I, I look forward to hearing about, and uh, I now have to put in my email on GQ because I've read this story so many dumb times. Mm. They're not letting me do this anymore. So hold on. Okay. Because I just... Oh gosh, now they want me to create an account. Are you kidding uh, me no. right
0: now? Here, just get, you know what you do? Can I give you a hot tip? Oh, open while another we're browser. In the moment. Incognito. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going That's how you get around those paywalls, y'all. I'm sorry I said it. It's true. Okay. Incognito. Um, I don't know browser. how
1: to do that on this browser. So I'm just Oh, gonna... just
0: open up another browser. Okay. There you go. All right. Thank you. Well,
1: we'll figure that out at some point. Anyway, here's what I wanted to tell you. I did do the heavy lifting because Sam Asgari in this piece in GQ is working very hard to dispel any notion that he is on Britney's gravy train. And um, I want to tell you about it. But can we start? Does he
0: think we're dumb? Go on. Sorry. Oh,
1: wait. Let me answer your question. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes,
1: he does. Yeah. Um, Holly, can we start? While well, I'm going to furiously work to get this article up so that I can read you the actual. Oh, no, there it is. Never mind.
2: <laughs> there you go. But you still, figured it out.
1: Can we uh, read the blind item that you shared with us at the Ooh, beginning of the show? OK, today?
2: hold on a second. Yeah, I'm no gonna, worries. I got to find my Holly, this.
1: I'm just going to let Holly or uh, let the audience know that Holly did the heavy lifting and found a blind, blind item that pretty much signs off on what I'm about to share with you based on this article, mm. this interview that he did in. A GQ called the easy charm of Sam Asgari.
2: Well, here's your blind item. The significant other of the permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, has been accused of yelling at the singer as she didn't let him spend more on clothes and other things. So NT lawyer calls total crap on his most recent article about only spending his own money.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he does. And Colleen, I would just like to tell you that he is working very hard through this interview, which, by the way, there's nothing like if you have questions about this interview, please feel free to jump in. But there is nothing terribly surprising about it. It paints a portrait of who he is. Now, I will say you will learn something about his history, like um, his like when he came to this country. And sort of like what his career has been up until this point. So you get like the biographical stuff that maybe you didn't know. Um, But then you get a lot of conversation about his thoughts on uh, money and spending vis-a-vis his relationship with Britney, which I think is his attempt to show the world I'm not taking money because what has been one of the criticisms, or one of the like rumored, whispered, hush hush uh, things about Sam Asgari from the very beginning.
0: Okay, so a couple. I've so I have this. This now we get into my complicated Sam Asgari thoughts, yeah. which the, I mean, the first piece of it is I actually would I. I think I have heard his backstory a little bit. I do find it to be interesting. That to me is an article, but when you are starting to like talk about like his the money situation like that's none of my business yeah that tells me there is something you want there's a perception you want me to have and i cannot tell you how often i feel like sam asgari is trying to give me an idea of the perception he wants me to have of him and that's what i am fighting against tooth and nail
1: listen to this One can't help, now. this is the writer, and you almost have to wonder, I mean, I give this writer props for a number of reasons, but you almost wonder if she was prompted into asking or framing some of this conversation. Listen to this. One can't help but be curious about their day-to-day lives. That is Britney Spears, Sam Asghari. Mm -hmm. Do you go grocery shopping? Do you do a lot of errands? Do you do pickup at school? He says, I'm not a house husband, but he goes on to say, I'm a normal person. So I do a lot of shopping because sometimes I require specific things when it comes to diet. Uh, he makes a point of saying he doesn't go to Erewhon, by the way, right? That's the fancy, like, bougie health food place.
2: Oh, so he wants to be a man of the people and specifically says mm-hmm. he doesn't spend $20 he on goes, a salad.
1: Actually, he says, I don't want to spend $200 on something I can buy for 60 which is an mm. interesting flex. Like, I also, don't know if that that's any better from a grocery store standpoint, but what?
0: Holly, don't talk to Bradley about $20 salad.
1: Because i that's what I eat. When Every you time go, you go to, like, to Whole Foods, you can't yeah. help but get a twenty dollars salad anymore. See,
2: that's the thing When you go to the salad bar, you can't anticipate how much it's going to cost you,
1: but again, to to go back to the thing that you just pointed out, Colleen, you almost feel like this is he's trying really hard. He goes on to say, I'm careful with money because I do want to build a future for my children. If you came to this country, you came with a purpose. You don't come here to goof around. And to that end, he talks about how he can like live on sixteen dollars a day. He can take care of himself, but he says I tr- we travel a lot, and I'm dating a girl that's very expensive. She has an expensive taste, but I do try to incorporate my lifestyle to her as well. And if it was up to me, we would cut down the traveling and stay at a much cheaper hotel, and we would probably live off like sixty dollars a day.
0: Oh, I can't. Nope. Now I'm actually mad. Like you're. Th- that's that's <laughs> called go, trying wait, hold too hold on. Please hard. go off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, like, do again, does he think we're stupid? Like, you, first of all, I think it is disgusting to call Britney Spears expensive. She's not an item. Yeah. She's not something on a shelf that you're purchasing. She's a human being who has worked her actual ass off. To
1: enjoy everything I'm, that she's spending money on, by the way. And
0: she is And who hasn't flinged. been able
1: to spend what? her own money for the last fourteen years. All of
0: that. I'm literally like I, I springs are like popping Flames in my head. Shooting Flames at the side, of my on face. the side of my face. Please
1: continue to share but, but, your complicated Sam Asgari thoughts.
0: So first of all like but then but that just triggers this whole other thing about Sam Asgari that bothers me, the way that he talks about Brittany as though she is a an item or a persona but not a human being like my lioness oh like there's this whole thing that i just can't get around like he doesn't refer to her as a human person
1: her his nickname for her i'm reading now from this article in gq his nickname for her is lioness which he had engraved on the inside of the ring it came to me because i always figured the lion is lazy the male lion has always been the symbol of the king of the jungle, but it's not true. It's really the female and she's very strong and she's very independent. And Lioness was a beautiful name that just came to me out of nowhere. So it's a kind of nickname, but I don't call her that every day. It was kind of like a symbol. So he goes deep back into that, you know, that whole idea of her as a, um, you know, as a, as a, not a person as much as like
0: Yes, a, a symbol. symbol. Yes, or like an item, or like a a fixed. I don't know. It like a statue. It really bothers me. And then when he goes on to say, like I'd be happy staying in a hojo. Don't lie to me. Don't lie. Nobody is happier in a in a regular. When you have the <laughs> opportunity, Wait, what? what? I'm just I'm what I'm trying to say. I don't want to say nobody's happy in a hojo because that's like rude. But nobody is happy. Like if you have the opportunity to stay in a on that top floor of that Vegas um, hotel, Mm -hmm. Resorts World, Mm -hmm. if that is on the table, you're not like, oh, I'll just take the two doubles, you know, with the in room refrigerator. I don't. No. No. You're not doing that. Nobody's doing that.
1: So what you're saying, I think, I was going to say, so I think what you're saying is that that story is not true and he is trying to paint a picture which in the rest yes. of this article, it is clear because there are so many actual questions. I will just say, go read the GQ piece, form your own thoughts and opinions. It's with Sam Asghari, but he, but at the end of the day, it's going to leave you. I think I
0: you. might need medication before I read <laughs> that, might. but go on. Please
1: take your medication before reading this article. But when you do, just know he's not going to give you a lot that's real because there are a lot of actually very interesting questions I have for him. And if you listen to him talk about his history... And his like, you know, um, like going through high school and everything. You are going to have a lot more questions that he just doesn't want to answer. He is painting a picture for you about what he thinks you want to hear from him as mm-hmm. the fiance of of Britney Spears and an upcoming actor in Hollywood, or what he perceives himself to be as a an upcoming actor in Hollywood. It seems very driven. And by the way, his manager makes an appearance in this article by not just him but also his manager. Like I think that this was this was intentional to paint. An image of him, which no shame. And, that's and what every celebrity does Britney
0: Spears like right like that, because yeah. I think that's what I also hear about him is that he's trying to separate himself from that relationship in a way so that he can be his own celebrity. Yeah,
1: He's not just spending her money willy nilly when we come back uh, I'm sorry Colleen I gotta cut I, off no, I gotta cut cuff off no I'm
0: fine I'm over here <laughs>
1: because sorry. when you come back uh, when we come back you're gonna take that cuff off and tell us all about Top Gun Maverick because you saw yes! it in the theater and we haven't so we'll get to that when we come back right here on my Talk 107.1 well somebody on this show finally saw Top Gun Maverick in the theater finally on the Colleen me. Bradley show Yep, that voice you hear is Colleen Lindstrom, and she's going to tell us all about her thoughts, and she's also going to give us a review on a local a theater experience. I'm very oh excited for this, because I haven't been to that theater since before the, you know... The thing. All that of this. That, which
0: oh, shall not this. be named. So
1: let's start with Top Gun Maverick, please, uh, oh. and thank you. As a, as a huge fan, I know you were, of the original. Yep. What are your thoughts on the sequel?
0: Okay so I uh, I mean I have like a few things that I need to to sort of like sort through. Okay good. The first thing is this. The thing about Top Gun Maverick is what they do well is they hit on all of the nostalgic points that you want them to and you need them to Okay, without dwelling too much on the original movie. So you're going to get a couple flashbacks. You're going to get some character throwbacks, meaning there is like a character who's very similar to the character of Iceman, right? Got it. So, but it's not exactly the same. Um, you've got our friend Val Kilmer shows up. Yep. It is like heartwarming and amazing. Um, you have enough sort of new characters, new new themes but tied to the old themes, okay? So, like, what I'm saying is you're going to get a nice big bucket of nostalgia with a brand new story. Got it. And that they do that super well, and they do the effects well. And according to our friend Tom Cruise, in a moment before the movie, he does, like, a little, like, presentation. I almost took video of it for you guys, and then I thought, no, I don't want to be that person in a theater that's filming the film. But he, there's, like, before the whole movie starts, you get just... Tom Cruise, and he basically is like, we made this movie for you guys, the fans. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But what he says that is interesting to me was... Here's my
1: commercial for Scientology.
0: (laughs) Yes. He's like, hold these cans. And then I did, (laughs) and I said, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Those aren't cans! (laughs) But he said, what he said was, he's like, the G-forces are real. So it's that moment where you get from Tom Cruise, we did our own stunts, right? But but you could tell that this was not, this was. I mean, there was a lot. The effects were amazing. It was the cinematography was what you would expect for Top Gun. Can I can All I right? just
1: inter, interrupt briefly yeah. because I I, I am uh, wrapped with attention at your rundown and uh, take on Top Gun Maverick. I was listening mm-hmm. to the most recent episode of uh, the Sway podcast, which was a recommendation from our own Hollywood mm. by the way, and she spoke to it's Kara Swisher, and she spoke to um david ellison who is the ceo uh of the company that made this movie or made this movie possible Mm skydance and Mm -hmm. he talked about how tom cruise was adamant that everyone on the set go through the flight training because they wanted to shoot those shots real and not you know like on camera in the moment
0: and yeah, so you're saying
1: that it paid I'm off. I'm not
0: surprised. It super paid off. I mean, it was very realistic. So here's my like, okay, so that's like my big, you know, my overall review, right? Like, yes, it was like a moving. In- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Esman.
1: To the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind
2: all of this
1: is chris jenner
2: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so
0: the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: nostalgia tickles everywhere it's well done it's like cinematically but it was a good news story too you said totally a good news story okay now I'm going to take one step back and oh. I'm going to be human being. My husband has already seen it twice. Oh. And the, the reason I think it meant so much to him is because he is... A pilot. He, he watched it as a kid with his friends. And the story goes forward and now it's Maverick with his friend's kid. And now he's seeing it with friends and they have kids. And there's oh. sort of like that sort of generational. Yeah. Got it. So that's for him that is like super meaningful. Yeah, I
1: can totally As, see that. I think he's not alone, right? That's probably right. one of the marks of this movie success.
0: As a woman, I don't have a reflection of that in this movie. And I'm I know that we've like talked about this in the past, but it's true, Kelly McGillis, who is an older woman who looks like an older woman, was not asked to be in this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: There is There is not like a female representation of that generation to generation thing.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: And and I I found that lacking for me. Yeah. And also could say all of the rest of it was unbelievable and amazing. So you enjoyed
1: it, but you had feelings about like you were having that conversation in your head while you watched it.
0: Absolutely. I was like, nobody in this movie looks like me. Nobody. I would have loved it if like, the- you
1: just came on screen like halfway through. <laughs> and now Colleen will
0: do it a dance. She's in the danger zone. She is taking the highway to the danger zone. Now, really quickly, because uh, I know we're going to run out of time, I we saw it at the Riverview Theater. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In what South did you think of, of that?
1: great guys, local theater it, that
0: it's it is like a it's like a trip back in time it is so clean and you will feel fancy it's just fantastic go
1: thank you so much colleen for that up uh, that review of top gun maverick when we come back we got d-bags right here on my talk 1071. oh celebrities they're always behaving badly or at least enough of them are behaving badly on a daily basis that we've created an entire segment around it it's called lord and lady
2: d-bag Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the
0: Day.
1: Colleen, who is your bag of D today?
0: I hate that I'm going to say this, but I feel it. I feel it. Okay. the executives at jeopardy what what i love jeopardy i love jeopardy it's some that's of my like best your, friends are jeopardy i was going to say
1: that's like your jam your jeopardy
0: jam it is i do have a jeopardy jam but you guys they did lavar burton so dirty over there take a look and i do it's, it's in not a in a book but it should be so okay apparently he was a guest on in the loop and he talked very specifically about that experience of filling in as a Jeopardy host, uh, when they were looking for a new okay. permanent host after the death of Alec Trebek. Alex Trebek. Alec Trebek. Alex. Alex. Okay, why does this? I'm sorry. I knew it was Alex. The article in Yahoo News says Alec.
1: It's Alex Trebek.
0: Ooh, that's rude. Alex. Right? Alex. With, yes, with an X. Alex. Okay. But
1: why did it why did we stumble on that? I don't know. Anyway.
0: Well, because I was looking at it and it said Alec Trebek. No, but when you said I it, thought, I, I was right? like, no,
1: it's yeah. Alec. No, it's Alex. Okay. No, Alex? Listen, it's Alex.
0: <laughs> whoever the copy editor at Yahoo News is, yeah, is also my d today. So anyway, okay, so so okay, Alex Trebek died so sad in 2020, and then they started to roll through all the candidates that they were gonna, you know, quote, audition to take over that position. Ken Jennings Mayim Bialik, Mike Richards. Don't even it get it got restarted.
1: weirdly dramatic in a way that I was not comfortable with. But yeah,
0: a hundred percent. But but remember, like Levar Burton, and he says in this in this uh, in this interview, he's like, like I was a huge Jeopardy fan. Like when it comes to dream job situation mm-hmm. for Levar Burton, it was to host Jeopardy. Yeah. So he's on there. He's filling in. He's doing his thing. He's taking his turn. And and the crowd, like the crowd, being like, uh, you know, the public was like pushing for this, like wanted this for Levar Burton, but Levar Burton is like, um, that the fix was already in, like they didn't want me, so I'm there. That's
1: weird, it's so strange. Yes. Okay, tell me more because I have thoughts and questions.
0: Well, it's like he thinks he's there to audition. He thinks he's there in in like you know in earnest to to try this role on and see if it's a good fit. But he said. Um, He said, in the fullness of time, everything will be revealed. Um, But he said, I just think in that first week of feeling just not even disappointed, but wrecked. I didn't expect that I would not be their choice for host. So he went in feeling like he's got this in the bag, like people want him. He's so good.
1: Which is interesting because that belies some understanding that other people thought that as well. Like you wouldn't just, I mean, you know, I hope that he believed that he was capable and was totally, you know, would have been a great choice. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, but his ego alone uh, doesn't seem to have been the only thing he was operating under the assumption of, right?
0: No. Meaning like he thought
1: somebody must have been telling him because he wouldn't just show up if you didn't think you had a chance.
0: Right. And I think I that's the piece. Anyway. Can you imagine? And, uh, you know, this is the part that I feel for him is this the can you imagine what it would feel like to have been given the overture to come and do this thing and like always think that the carrot was something yeah. you could grab? Yeah. And then get there and find out, like, Actually, no, this is all just for show. We already know where we're going with this.
2: Well, and that, I don't... Uh, hearing what LeVar Burton has to say, that speaks to the possibility, perhaps, that there were some serious negotiations happening between his agent mm-hmm. and his people and the team over at Sony in Jeopardy. They were trying to cross the T's and dot the lowercase J's, but something happened. Well, he does say mm-hmm. in the fullness
1: of time, as you said, Colleen, everything will be revealed. So I'm curious mm-hmm. what that means because that sounds like... A, that's mm-hmm. that's That's a statement with... Not enough words in it.
0: Well, also remember, you know, how this went out in, in I mean, the first round, the person that they named, everybody already mm-hmm. had a, an assumption that, that the fix was already in, mm-hmm. right? That that um, Mike Richards... Well, and that backfired. It, well, big time. But, but also, so then also imagine how that feels for LeVar Burton to know that yeah. not only were you not being considered, they already knew who it was going to be and the person who it was was super problematic and didn't even stick around long enough for him to get a second shot
1: i'm gra- grateful that he's talking about this it, was he talking mm-hmm. about this what was the context of this interview was this the interview um, like just for yahoo or was this like no a, this was then, uh, for in the loop oh in the loop you is, said that you yeah. said that yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah, um which is,
0: i think a podcast is that a podcast
1: sure i mean i yeah. don't know in the loop with christian bryant it's on uh, mm-hmm. newsy.com EP. Oh, E.T. Okay. Um, Well, no, I'm glad he's sharing was my point, because I think it's important to tell those stories, because I think a lot of times, you know, it helps people like us who are just like, whatever happened to LeVar Burton doing Jeopardy? He would have been great. And I honestly, I'm not like I love Jeopardy used to play it with my friend Sonali on the phone. We'd call each other after school and we'd each play like we'd sit there with a pad of paper and like,
0: I love that, you know, play
1: (laughs) Jeopardy after school each day. Um. But uh, so it, so I I get it. I understand it. I love it. I just haven't been watching it for years. But like it j- just seemed like a no brainer. If LeVar Burton wants to do this job, sign him up. Yeah. Why like, would anybody Seriously. right like not Yesterday. that anybody else couldn't do the job. But when you have mm-hmm. somebody at his caliber who's clearly already like in it to win it, like he's embedded in the ethos of the program as a fan I himself. Mean-
0: yeah cuz he's been connected to it for so long cuz he's a super fan. Now here's what I do want to say cuz there is good news in all of this. And the good news is is that you know um in the in the in the trying out or the experience of doing jeopardy for his turn mm-hmm. um other people took notice mm. of LeVar Burton as a host. And so Good. he said the doors have been opened, windows have been opened, the phone hasn't stopped ringing. I would have never experienced the things that I'm experiencing um, had I gotten the job that at Jeopardy. So he sees that, that other opportunities are going to become available to him for this, yeah. um, but also... Um, I it just it like it just made me love Lavar Burton even more and appreciate the talent that he has even more um to realize like he should have been a shoe in yeah. and Jeopardy was a bunch of jerk jerkity which is sad like because I it. really
1: think that after Alex Trebek passed away, Jeopardy really lost something by their own hand, meaning oh, yeah. we lo- we all lost Alex Trebek and an amazing host and a pers- and person in uh, person, really more importantly than host. But, you know, th- they just made I mean, which is so weird because a show that had such uh, brand gratitude by its audience for decades all of a sudden just looks like a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, following this, and then to make it worse, with, um, you know, with this particular move. So, okay. yeah, you're on notice, Jeopardy. But you're still watching. You still love it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, who's the, the strongest the player game. in your home? Uh, my husband. Oh, okay. He, yeah, he does. You can only try out once a year. He does it every year.
2: Has he ever try made it out. past the online test? That's what I mean.
0: Well, that's what it's I'm the saying. Online test. Did he
1: make it? Yeah. Why isn't he on the show?
0: Because he never pay- makes it past the online test.
1: Oh, okay. Well, at least. But
0: he's the best player in our house. All
1: right, so he's like the Cliff Clavin of the Lindstrom home. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Although yeah. I would imagine you give him a run for your money. His money.
0: Sometimes. Okay. I have a hard time doing it fast. That's the problem. That also, is the key. That's say... why
1: I think I would fail because mm-hmm. I'm not quick enough on the uptake.
0: That's like a problem. The I don't have good recall, yeah. but I will say this, and, th- and he knows this, so I'm not speaking out of school. He's terrible at remembering to ask answer in the form of a question, mm. and I think he'd get nicked nope. for not that a lot. That. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, All right, Bradley, who's thanks your D-bag? for
1: asking. My oh, D-bag okay. today is Kim Kardashian for a little quote that goes something like this. If you told me... That's not Kim Kardashian. I don't know who that was. If you told th- <laughs> me... If you, I'm sorry, I have to get into character. If you told me that I literally had to eat poop every single day and I would look younger, I might. Okay.
0: No, girl. This,
1: just quickly, to let the audience know, are words that came out of an interview that Kim Kardashian did in the New York Times to help launch something called Skin by Kim. Her skincare line, the highlight... Of her interview to kick off a new product line is if you told me I had to eat doo doo, I might doo it. <laughs> so you're saying, like, you want people to now buy what you're selling as a person who would eat doo doo to look good, meaning your product might be actual doo doo. We don't know. Like, do you see what I'm saying? It does not make oh, it. I... Why would you, why would you like break your ankle no, this why way? Why
0: would you? Even, even like you don't even have to walk that down that block. You can stay on the corner over here where you think. What, I don't want doo doo anywhere near Mimi. Why I do I have to eat doo doo to have
1: good skin care? Yeah. Didn't you just give exactly. me nine reasons and nine products to spend my money on? Why well, don't need to eat doo doo? I'm just going to buy your products. <laughs> right.
0: But now all I can think about is you eating doo doo. <laughs> Who do that, you think you are, Divine? She did it first.
1: Thank you, Holly. I was wondering when the <laughs> the John Waters <laughs> reference would come out. <sighs> Literally, it goes on to say, Kardashian was discussing skincare and her new line Skin by Kim when she announced that she would eat doo-doo. I mean, they didn't say that, but that's that's the tie-in with this. If you told me, I mean, what, 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 what? No! I
0: can't. That is the worst
1: way to sell your product, ma'am.
0: But you know what? Here's the thing. And this is the evil genius.
1: Okay. Oh, sure. Now you're going to tell me, like, well, we're talking about it. Yeah, but now every time I look at her products, I'm going to think, that woman would eat doo-doo.
0: I know. But you you know what? I I
1: walked all over your words.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's like the evil genius of this is we're like, oh, I'm sure, because here's the, this is the journey I took. Okay. I wonder if Kris Jenner isn't like... Oh honey, you shouldn't have talked about poop. <laughs> and at the same, but I. But then my second thought was, no, she probably told her to talk about eating poop because she <laughs> knew that it's the thing that we would be talking about, and everybody's yeah, talking that about Yeah, that
1: Colleen and Bradley will talk. But honestly, no, you don't think Chris Jenner would suggest she talk about eating? No, actual I don't doo-doo. think that
0: she actually <laughs> said it. But I'm sure her response is something like, "You're doing great, honey. You know, uh, like everybody's talking about this today. Uh, You're everybody. doing
2: great, great, sweetie."
0: Yeah, you're doing great, sweetie. Okay, here's a I need to touch. Te- I need to tell you something really quickly you before we go to her break. Products? What? No, oh, no. This has. I have to take a turn. Oh, uh, can you go on this journey sure, with me? Of course. Do you remember earlier in the show? Okay, so full disclosure, pulling back the curtain. I am broadcasting from home right yeah. now. We have the COVID in the house. I do not have it. I'm fine, but I am at home. Yeah earlier in the show i was having difficulties with my mute button on my on my microphone yeah and, and a it, was, very it was clear loud to all of us happened
1: yeah oh yeah 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 in mm-hmm. addition to the cough there was also a roar and it sounded like a okay. like a plane was like hovering right over your home
0: guess what was happening what an airplane was hovering right over my my home now bradley in a in a break i said to you i found out that it was a, I think it's like an F-18. F-something. It was yeah. an F-18 okay. taking off from MSP. Okay. Okay. And you were like, oh, that's weird. Why did they do that? And I was like, oh, probably because of Top Gun. And I thought I was joking. I thought I was joking. Guess Are you what? telling me it was really for Top Gun? Stop. 100%. How'd you find that out? Because it's on Bring Me The News. Did you hear an incredibly loud roar in the sky around noon on Thursday? Yes, we heard yes. it on the
1: show because Colleen's mute yes. button didn't work.
0: Those were fighter jets taking off from Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport following a Top Gun event that was held on Wednesday evening. I have so many Where more questions. Where was the Top Gun event? And, what's the and why was movie not there? I mean, yeah, I the movie Top it, Gun, I what do you think
2: it is? Well, because the Top Gun like is a real actual... Miramar, <laughs> The a thing
0: that Sorry. happens. Oh, <laughs> it is true.
1: But it I don't know true. what any of that means, but my point is, do we know where this Top Gun event was? I'm now googling the Top aircraft Gun event. The aircraft
0: and pilots participated in the Top Gun Behind the Curtain event at MSP Airport Joint Air Reserve Station followed by a viewing of Top Gun Maverick at Odyssey Theaters in oh, Burnsville. Oh,
1: okay. Mm
0: you guys, well, thanks we were for, part of the look, story. We, we, we we get, get,
1: <laughs> I am now going to make D-bags and then we got to run. But I'm going to make a D-bag like the, the well, no, I'm not going to make D-bags. Here's what I'm going to suggest. That next time there's something like that, let us know. Because yes, we'll cover some, it.
0: Heads up. We'll Thank talk you. about it.
1: We have a resident Top Gun fan. I mean, Colleen has been practicing uh, her cockpit maneuvers for years true i don't true. even know what that means but it's, a lot of good. good
0: has come out of the thank you holly roberts and welcome
1: back to the Colleen and bradley show we're on the My Talks, and uh, hey, it's our 10th anniversary year here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We like to call it our Tin Jubbly. It's
0: our Tin Jubbly. I don't
1: know where the, like,
2: I is, so i can go I'm, into the kitchen. Hold on a second. Oh, hey,
1: could you grab me a snack, too, while you're in there?
2: Yeah, please.
1: Not only is it our Tin Jubbly, Colleen, it's also mm-hmm. the Queen herself's Platinum Jubilee, and in a, in a shocking turn of events, you actually have brought us the update for today's Platinum Jubilee celebrations.
0: You are welcome. Thank and you. And now with all the
1: latest, live from London, it's Colleen Lindstrom, Trooping the Caloo. I'm I think that's calling
0: from the loo um, because that's the only British word I know. Um, okay, so here's the thing. As you well know, Uh, We are, this, it's begun. Like we are at the beginning of the celebration, the Platinum Jubilee celebration. And as you pointed out, Bradley, you actually brought us last week kind of like a really comprehensive schedule of events with three things you were very excited about. Those things are happening over the weekend. Yeah. Um, But the Trooping of the Colors, which again, it's like a parade, I think. Right? Isn't that what that is? Trooping the color
1: happens every year on the Queen's, uh, in honor of the Queen's birthday, where they got a bunch of horses. And by the way, you forget this until you've watched this happen. Like, there's all these, like, horses and, like, militaries and flyovers. And that's where I thought maybe one of the FM 18s comes from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you were talking about in the last segment, yeah, F, no, that was called? all for F-18s? Top Gun. That was for F-18. Top Gun, but they had like the flyovers and they did some really cool stuff. But all the horses, there was uh-huh. horse stuff, rode apples. I think we used to mm-hmm. call them horse mm-hmm. apples, uh all over the place. Like th- there was a lot of horse. Mm. Anyway, so yes, there's I a see, lot okay. of a lot of horse and around over there, and then there was you the just opportunity. Took me-
0: into a different space that i wasn't intending to go no no no. it's a good thing because suddenly i have this whole idea that we should have horse diapers and also does anybody ever think about the fact that horses can't control their bowels i mean they don't seem to care they obviously because they just drop it like it's hot well they're just no they literally do
1: i and in fact when i was watching the trooping of the color again this is just a military parade one of the This is like the first big thing, and the reason is everybody showed up to see the members of the royal family on the royal balcony, or as Holly called it, the patio. The
0: patio.
2: (laughs) I just want them to have drinks with umbrellas in them. Yeah. Yeah. And then stand outside and just be like, ah!
1: They were just standing on the balcony (laughs) at Buckingham Palace to watch the Royal Air Force do the flyover thing. Uh, And anyway, but uh, with the horse stuff, there was just... Oh, I thought as I saw the horses come out... Like you'd think they just let them, you know, go out to the bathroom before they took them out for a ride. That's not how horses work. So
0: I, apparently, horses I don't just know, do I, no guess thing I never whenever. They certainly do.
1: It keeps somebody employed, right? Like there's a guy that probably or a lady that shuffles behind and
0: the royal yeah. manure handler. No, I mean, yeah, I it's think like it's actually the, called it's the like royal. The cartoons.
1: It's a. It's literally a royal duty. <laughs>
0: I'm on the royal duty duty. Okay. So now that we've uh, gotten through the royal horses, um, I do want to talk about some actual mm, former royals. Yeah. And that's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So you had mentioned earlier that they were not on the patio or the balcony. <laughs> they were not on the lanai. They were not because they're not active. What, what's that? They're not working word? royals. They're not basically. working royals.
1: They're not part of the firm but anymore.
0: That, but that they were allowed to. Apparently, and I think this must have been part of the arrangement. Be in a window <laughs> facing <laughs> facing the horse duties.
1: Yeah, no, it right? wasn't. It wasn't like they were like you have to sit over here by the window. But they were so they're all at Buckingham Palace, right? Because like yeah. the families all get together. Harry and Meghan came over. They just made a very specific decision, and I think it had more to do. Well, it had more than just Harry and Meghan to do with the fact that they also didn't want someone else on the. Age.
0: His name is Andrew. His
1: name is Andrew. Which, Prince by the nasty. way, he 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 has the COVID, which is the excuse that we were told why he is not anywhere. It's not that's oh. not why he was not on the balcony. He was never going to be on the balcony. But right, you won't he's see not a working royal. You won't see him anywhere. But anyway, that's why Harry and Meghan were not on the balcony. But of course, they're there, so they're just right. out of sight. um And you could see them through the window. They were kind of talking to the kids, and they seemed to be all smiles, and they looked great. And they're going to show up, I think, tomorrow or. It's either, I think it's tomorrow. There's like a uh, a church service of Thanksgiving at um, St. Paul's or some something.
0: It, it wasn't on your list, but yeah, it's happening because no, I don't. I mean, it's, you're not excited about it, but no. it's 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 on the no, schedule. No, but they're there
1: and they're like a part yeah. of the fun. They weren't like kept out. They just weren't allowed to go onto the balcony or as Hollywood. Well, I just. Companion
0: the patio this is what i really quickly wanted to say about harry and megan because you said they're out of sight but you know what they're definitely not out of mind oh for sure because i you know they have got a level of celebrity that has sort of in some ways eclipsed Mm Um, or not eclipsed, but it is enhanced because they're more than just royal now. They have their own star power. And so there are a ton of headlines coming out about how this is creating all kinds of tension in the palace. And I just want us to be really cautious about that. Oh, yeah. Um, But also just recognize that's all I have to say about it. Just
1: recognize that's all you've got to say about it because (laughs) you're about to get cut off if you don't. Uh, But no, thank you for catching us up with the Jubbly updates. And when we come back, Colleen has a question for you.
0: Okay, my 12-year-old does not like the way Wednesday is spelled. What do you hate the spelling of?
1: Give us a call, 651 641